good evening general saxenasa and welcome to the session on inside out paradigm of holistic wellness sir uh, without much ado sir with your permission can we start the session sir yeah atin please thank you uh, sir uh, the first question that i would like to pose to you is what exactly do you mean by holistic uh, wellness what is its focus and uh, what are the important aspects uh, when we talk about holistic wellness Uh, thank you Athin for that question and i'll take a moment to first thank the orange city literature fest to invite me to give me this platform and nidhi for that wonderful introduction so uh, coming to your question uh, holistic wellness and uh, i would put a bit of context to the question uh, by uh, you know referring to the event we are witnessing nowadays which is being called the great resignation and that has given us a bit of epiphany also Uh, because people who were supposedly very successful in their careers doing very well in life they are leaving their jobs in hordes and uh, as we know in america alone about 40 lakh people have quit their jobs and uh, uh, why, why did they do that because when they spent this one and a half two years uh, because of covid related uh, pandemic and uh, consequent lockdowns they got to uh, got time to spend with their family with themselves they realize that uh, life is much more than this race of 9 to 5 and beyond and uh, positions and acquisitions and so on and so forth and uh, they had crores of rupees in the banks and they had no avenue to spend it you know no uh, no outings no food joints open no shopping and suddenly life started making a lot of sense to them and uh, that is what i am referring to about uh, holistic wellness so before that i have also referred to inside out paradigm what is it the most of the times we live by uh, outside in paradigm that means we want to have certain externalities in our life it may be people it may be positions it may be circumstances unless they are good we are not good unless i achieve that i am not happy so we peg our happiness against uh, external datum unfortunately anything that is outside of us in this world god created world is all very ephemeral it it is transitory so our happiness also remains very transitory so when we switch over from this outside in paradigm to a inside out living paradigm and our inside which as we know is we all are jivatma part of the paramatma and which is always happy always joyful always blissful and that is the time we will have this uh, this concept of uh, holistic wellness atint so thank you so uh sir nowadays across ages we keep uh, hearing this uh, dialogue one should lead uh, a stress free life but what exactly is stress and when they say stress free life how does one not take stress uh does holistic wellness as a practice does it help us in uh, leading a stress free life yeah thank you atin now before that i take on this question let me quickly cover the the components of holistic wellness without that what i'll say will not probably make sense so the holistic wellness concept starts about with you you is at the core of this entire concept because it's always about us you know uh, like they say in the aircraft in the emergency announcement you first put on your oxygen mask before you start helping others so it's always about you and you are nurtured by your family so our family ties is the one we should always and every time without fail nurture as the first priority having done that we move to the three spokes the inner ring of the wheel of life as i call it 
and those three inner spokes are our physical our mental and our spiritual well being once we take care of these three aspects only then we should move to the outer three spokes of wheel of life which is our financial our social and uh, our our professional lives unfortunately most of the times we start living outside in so we want to go for our professional life achievements we want to we want to go for our uh, financial life achievements that is where things go topsy-turvy now coming to stress now there was a study i was reading by lancet uh, psychiatry uh, the study was done on india covering about two decades of period and it's not very old it's just about two year old study less than two year old and uh, the things would have gotten worse from there and as per that study uh, one in every seven indians today is suffering from one or the other mental disorder who last year rated india as the most depressed country in the world and it's not without uh, good reason I, I i would guess uh, you know when i was in school uh, and it was a long time back we used to uh, read about stress and strain in our physics classes today it's it's outside in our lives it's, i don't it's, it's, it's today it's, uh, sorry sir but today it's in the real life <laughs> <laughs> so from textbooks it's come to the live books i don't know how it has happened and uh, what happens is that uh, our celebrities our so called opinion makers also make it glamorous they come out and say i am depressed and i am under mental anxiety i am taking treatment and a normal person like you and me says okay these people who are reaching a five star seven star life they can have stress i think i better have some stress if i don't have stress something is wrong with me so you want to also have stress you want to tell people you know, how stressed i am we say you know weather is so depressing while well, weather is what it is it is that you are depressing it is the inside out paradigm uh, we we experience the world as we are from inside it's a fact of life the uh, two people will see the same event and experience it uh, totally differently in fact the same person may look at the same event and look at it very differently depending on the state of mind so it's all about inside uh, out what i was trying to say but is stress all bad uh, i think uh, we have heard about the term called optimum stress level so there has to be a bit of stress which is required in you to perform if i prepared for a very important match for last one year it's my event in olympics if i don't have those butterflies in my stomach that stress there is something amiss so that positive stress has to be understood in a positive manner if i am a team leader of a team athinder will bear me out we have been in that situation i am leader of a team i i take over a new team and i want to take it to new heights without creating any infirmities and stress in the system it's a positive stress that i have taken on myself to take it to the new heights so that's the kind of stress that we should have uh, and not the kind of stress which 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 breaks us you know so uh, you talked about causes and if i may take a minute to talk like few causes that i think which are there uh, one is the tendency that we tend to live either in the past or in the future so past also we hook on to what we hook on to the events that have not gone as far as our expectations someone has misbehaved with us someone has talked you know talked to us in a in a manner which was not appropriate i lost so much of money in that stock market crash so on and so forth so you hook on to the bad events they may have taken place four decades back you keep ruminating keep spoiling your now or you keep getting anxious for the future you keep thinking about the worst possible uh, possibilities which will actually never come true so your your propensity to live in the past or the future against rooting yourself in the now i think that is creating the biggest problem so far as nowadays 
the fast life is concerned. Uh, sir, uh, like you mentioned, uh, the inside out wellness, basically the core is you. Uh, and uh, how important is uh, important is diet as far as the holistic wellness? Yes, for a, a full stomach is a happy stomach. But uh, speaking in terms of holistic wellness, how important is the diet? This question I'm asking because nowadays there's a lot many types of diets floating around in the market. That's keto diet, then GM diet, then Dikshit diet. Then there is a thought process saying that uh, go local, eat moderately. So, so in the whole uh, uh, paradigm of uh, holistic wellness, how important and uh, is diet? Uh, yes, Atind, uh, you have uh, taken on the spoke of wheel of life. That is the physical part uh, here. And physical part consists of two things. One is very simple uh, equation that how much you are eating and how much are you burning? No, it's a very simple equation. There's nothing complicated about it. Of course, what you are eating also matters, but it is much lesser than uh, how much are you eating. And uh, the diet thing that you said, yes, I agree with you. A lot of fat diets are there. And we are seeing the bad effects. Uh, it must be happening all across, but we read about uh, famous people. So this uh, actress, uh, Mishti Mukherjee, she apparently died of keto uh, diet, protein overdose, she died of that. And we had uh, two famous celebrities uh, recently, one of South and one of uh, Bollywood and the TV serial fame. They literally died on the treadmill when they were trying to become fit. Uh, the irony is that they died while chasing fitness. So again, I, you know, you say I have an 18-hour work schedule, but I'm very passionate about my gym. I come back at 2 a.m., I hit the gym. I think you are going very wrong somewhere because you are missing out on that wonderful seven hours of sleep which is required to, to you know, recharge you for the next day. So you are running after one spoke of life, which is physical, that I have to do one hour of gym. And if I don't get time, I will take some supplements. I take some additional proteins. I'll take this, I'll take that. And which your body will not be able to handle and digest because you're not in that frame of mind, that state of mind that is required for that uh, digestive, digestive process to take place. You are not giving yourself adequate sleep. I mean, so uh, you may say I am very physically fit, I am, uh, but if your sleep cycle is deprived, uh, there was a study which said that uh, if you are sleeping less for about a week or maybe three to four days, I, I, I am forgetting, it is akin to having some percentage of alcohol in your body permanently. So you are uh, literally walking drunk. Uh, that is the state you are in if you are not getting adequate amount of sleep. So uh, we have been taught since childhood, we have all. Uh, uh, been raised on some kind of diets. They are Indian diets. And those Indian diets that have worked for this country for thousands of years, I'm afraid, cannot be wrong. And a country which is 250 year old cannot be telling us what to eat and how much to eat. Uh, so whatever our forefathers uh, ate, please eat all that, but in moderation. That is the key. Do not go for something fancy and something new. It will not serve our genetic disposition is not there to handle, uh, you know, and don't get misled by the uh, by this kind of uh, misadvertisement to say, you know, chole bature mat khana because chole bature mein to bahut maida hota hai, bahut and then the next uh, thing you see is a mac burger, uh, you know, add there loaded with uh, all dead calories that you consume. So we should be very careful about we eat what is there uh, with our forefathers. Those eating habits we should take moderation. Exercise regularly, I think that is the mantra. Sir, thank you, sir. 
So it will be good to have a alu paratha rather than uh, Kellogg's. Any given. <laughs> you caught me there. So, uh, so coming on uh, to the next expert, sir, that we keep uh, listening to certain mental conditioning uh, practices as Zen, NLP. So are they part of holistic wellness? Uh, yes, uh, Atindra, uh, very much to a certain extent, Zen, I guess you're talking about Zen meditation and all that. Meditation. Yes, sir, yes, exactly, the Zen yes, practices. Yes. And, okay. and there are so many other kinds of meditations and I, I also do a meditation which is called Kriya Yoga. So uh, definitely these meditations are good. Uh, no, NLP is a different kettle of fish uh, because NLP is a, uh, something in psychological uh, domain. You know, so while NLP may give you a bit of relief or may uh, make you happy for some time, I, I think it is more palliative in nature. And... Uh, the longer lasting way to go is to meditate. I will urge uh, all those who are listening and seeing this session to please incorporate the, the practice of meditation in your day. I am not talking about puja part. I am talking about meditation. And uh, what is actually meditation, what you are doing is that uh, whatever practice you do, Zen or otherwise, what you are trying to do is that instead of the externalities, which are, I said, which are ephemeral, which are temporary, you are trying to connect with the real you the real one which is inside you that is your soul and all these trappings of our body our mind our intellect that we think is the real you is actually not so and therefore the moment we tap into our inner source now this inner source in turn is connected to the external powerhouse the external power supply which is paramatma the divine intelligence the 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 super consciousness that is out there and it keeps getting charged through that super consciousness automatically and you remain charged from within so meditation teaches you the art of going inside of you and understanding that you are actually uh, not some some somebody who will be there for these 60 70 80 years in this uh, on this earth you've been there from you know uh, eons and you'll continue to continue to be there uh, for for many many more years and decades and years to come so that kind of grounding is what meditation gives you I would urge uh, and exhort all of you, please, please get this practice into your uh, daily routine. Sir, sir, one of the outer uh, rings of well-being you mentioned was the financial well-being, sir. So, uh, because in today's world, I think uh, money is a very big motivator. Sir. Uh, how important in the whole uh, paradigm is the financial uh, stability or well-being uh, to achieve towards, or rather, to go towards holistic wellness, sir? Atind, uh, very, very important, very, very important. And that's why I put financial uh, as one of the spoke, though it is the outer three spokes out of the seven. And my first two books, in fact, are on personal finance. And uh, sure, they are here. This is uh, Musings of a Financially Illiterate Father. Uh, this is Amazon bestseller also. And the second one was uh, The Millionaire Mechanic, which took this uh, concept forward. Extremely important. It is part of life. Uh, but we must understand that we should not chase money. When we seek money, we must find the meta cause of why we seek uh, money. We seek money for security. We think, and actually money gives us security. If some mishap happens, something happens, you have something to fall back on because most of the things in life, they cost money. So you are not wrong. But understand that money is like SPO2. You know, 94% is minimum that you require. So you must have some minimum amount of money you must have to have a decent lifestyle uh, 
but 94% and beyond up to 100% if and if by magic i start giving you 110% is all a waste it doesn't add to the value uh, the quality of your life at all so money should be put in that perspective and we heard last year a case of a famous bollywood uh, actor who committed suicide and this uh, young actor he was so rich that he owned land on the moon on the moon you know and uh, he committed suicide so clearly money is not the panacea uh, that will give you uh, holistic wellness but at the same time to earn money you have to spend your life energy into it which is very finite with us and therefore it is very sacred to earn money is very sacred to spend money is very sacred and we have to be very prudent about so the uh, alchemy i would say lies atindra is that so long as we keep selling our time and life energy for money there will be a problem we will remain poor at some point in time we have to create a money pool a virtual money pool from which we can uh, dip into and we can draw the amount of money that we require for a respectable good living and the money pool is never depleted that magical money pool today we think our employer is that magical money you have to create your own money pool in terms of assets when you have those kind of assets in terms of stocks and bonds and mutual funds and real estate and gold and what have you intellectual property uh, is a is an asset when you have that those assets they become your money pool now you need not work for a living now you can work for your satisfaction now you can work to have a life that you want to have and that's a very big component of uh, holistic wellness and therefore i think money is very important sir sir uh, your third book that has been published this is uh, nine mantras of happiness and success now so happiness and success are two really abstract and elusive things sir. and it's very rare to see them coming together it's very rare sir. why is it so Uh, yes you are right uh, that <laughs> we just alluded to the celebrity who uh, you know committed suicide despite being apparently so successful you are very right they don't go together and a few causes if i can put my finger on to it is uh, one is that we uh, are not very clear about our why our what and our house so we we uh, have to go in the correct sequence though they say it should start with a why but i would back to differ it generally starts with a what you have that what urge what is it that i want to do but once you have that what urge thereafter you should ask yourself the why question why do i want to do what i want to do and once you get that answer you will find there will be multifarious ways to do that what or that why and then you select the how that suits you that suits your personality and that takes me to the second point now how you do a thing and what you are doing is very important uh, like i i am a very humble student of bhagavad gita and i have been reading it for many years trying to understand it it's very deep very rich uh, but it says that uh, you should uh, do things as per your swabhav swabhav is based on your gunas and your gunas are uh, what make your and my personality what we are that means we'll be inherently good in something and we'll not be inherently good in something else if you go for something in which you are not inherently good and you are going for it because of your parental pressure peer pressure or it is flavor of the day i am afraid somewhere it will not align with your swadharma uh, it will be a paradharma for you and gita also says it is better to you to do your swadharma 
do badly than to try to do your paradharma uh, in excellence you, you will never be happy without that so select what you are doing as per your basic nature your your basic uh, disposition it's very important thirdly don't set very narrow goals in life now i am in an organization as atindra also was which is which has got a very steep pyramid and it is it is a given that out of uh, you know 50 or 1000 officers that we have only one will rise to the top so other 49999 are only supposed to be unhappy because they will never reach that apex so you will put a very narrow goal to your happiness uh, i think you have to widen your goals uh, and you should enjoy the journey as much as the destination i think we chase the journey a bit too much when i have 1 crore rupees in my account when i become ceo of my company when i get that degree uh, when i get that life partner when my child settles and that when unfortunately this goal post keeps shifting and the happiness also keeps uh, eluding us despite uh, all the things that we have we are sitting here we are talking uh, i can understand you you can understand me we have got laptops so apparently financially we are okay uh, we are healthy uh, i think that's reason enough to be very happy Uh, and do not look at your bank balance and what your neighbor has got or what your uh, you know uh, college friend has risen to whatever rank it is absolutely insane and uh, these are the few things and and last i would say is what i said not living in the now if you ask yourself now right now what is the problem that you have very rarely you will have a problem in the now your problem will always be in the past which has gone or in the future which is yet to reveal itself atind sir so- uh well i think sir we should change our vision from 0 to 180 degrees sir because i think we are generally looking at the wrong side sir uh having read your books sir the nine mantras of uh, happiness and success you have talked about in depth uh, about the nine mantras how to get the happiness and success together in your life can you briefly touch upon these uh, mantras sir without uh, giving out too much because better that readers go through the book and themselves uh, unravel it but if you could briefly touch upon them sir yes atindra i will but before that just to entice the readers this is the book uh, nine mantras for success and happiness it's a really good book sir it's a really good book sir <laughs> thank you so much so so i'll quickly go through the nine mantras and the mantras begin with dream the first mantra is dream that you should dream dream uh, uh, unabashedly dream big dream outrageous don't be miserly in your dreams because whatever we see manifesting in this world which is human made was in someone's dream this laptop that we are sitting in front of this laptop was in someone's mind only then it was created so dream um, after dreaming but then dream is dream so uh, your dream castle cannot uh, be a reality till the time you put pillars so the pillars are your goals that how will you achieve that dream you have to set very tangible goals in the book i have given various techniques to set goals and achieve goals and if you are deviating from your goals uh, how to do the course correction and so on so you should start from farther to the nearer goal and um, let's say if you got a 5 year goal you break it down to 4 year 3 year 2 year 1 year 1 month 1 week daily goal uh, when you are going off to sleep are you very clear next day morning when you wake up what is it that you are going to do throughout the day because a successful life is nothing but Um, amalgamation of many successful days so goals and from goals we go to perseverance you will not achieve what you are out there to achieve uh, without hiccups there will be ups and there will be downs that the uh, ebb and flow of life you have to persevere through it all 
and i have written a story wonderful story about a cricketer called marwan atapattu of sri lanka he was a cricket captain in all three formats and you know he played the first six, six test, test innings of his uh, life over seven years and his score in those uh, six test innings was 001000 so reached like a pin code of an indian city but he persevered and he rose to be the captain of sri lanka so persevere is the third mantra fourth is having a positive attitude you can only persevere if you have a positive attitude and positive attitude is positive thoughts and positive actions and for that uh, you have to have that inner faith uh, and inner belief that something will happen you know uh, people there is a famous saying which says seeing is believing you have to put it upside down it is not seeing is believing if you believe in something you will see it happening so you have to just again the paradigm i am asking you to shift the paradigm so it is again inside out living i believe in it so it will happen so positive attitude and uh, next is grow and reinvent while uh, you may be wherever you are understand that it's a world is changing at a super fast pace and uh, something which was there five year back you know we all have Uh, grown up in the generation of when computers used to occupy a room, a full full room. Atin, do you remember? Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> and we were asked to remove our shoes and socks, and then enter the. Nidhi may not uh, <laughs> be able to relate to that. And from there, where have we come? Certain professions that existed that time, they are not there. The floppy disks have gone. The the uh, cameras of yore have gone. The uh, you know pagers have gone. Things are changing. if you don't keep pace if you don't keep growing and reinventing i'm afraid at some time uh, you will be jettisoned you know if a ship hits a storm and something has to be jettisoned what will be jettisoned will it be the cargo or it will be the crew it will always be the cargo at some point in time you will become the cargo like the 70 odd uh, million indians who were uh, 7 odd million indians who lost their jobs in covid who were they they were clearly not the crew they were the cargo so you have to keep growing keep keep reinventing yourself in the field in which you are and prepare for another field atindr is now uh, proved uh, shown it to us shown a way he is so successful in a field in which uh, uh, he was equally successful before so we have to take these examples next one is dare to be different while you should always have role models in life it's always good to have role models at some point in time create a personality of your own a niche of your own it's very important and i have given many examples one is of kishor kumar you know kishor kumar for many decades he was just a for first decade of his singing he was a clone of kundan lal sahgal uh, if you there is a song on youtube you hear his first song it's called marne ki duaein kyun mangu uh, you will feel uh, that sahgal sahab is singing that song and so he was what he was a clone of uh, kundan lal sahgal and when he shifted his style to kishor kumar the yodeling and the, the style that he developed of his own then he became uh, kishorda so that is the one and last uh, three i'll cover quickly are our habits whatever we have to do in life 80% of it is out of habits so inculcate good habits get rid of bad habits this is the seventh mantra eighth is of course how to inculcate happiness within you there are 173 studies i went through which prove the fact that it is not that success brings you happiness it's the other way around it's always happiness which will bring you success and happy people are always more successful and last mantra is about creative visualization visualize what you want to happen in your life i valued it to it in my earlier mantra
that visualize what you want to have exactly in details, uh, it will happen. So they are the nine mantras, I think. So thank you, sir. And uh, lastly, sir, could you just tell us a couple of uh, suggestions or techniques? Sir? Because we are living a very mechanical life, getting up, eat, work, eat, sleep. So uh, something we can start immediately, sir. A few techniques, one or two of them, sir. Okay. Uh, yes, uh, I think I've got about two, three minutes left. So I'll see maybe two, three techniques I'll tell you. Uh, one is that you start spending some time with you. I've, I've spoken about it. Uh, we spend time with, with our job, with our peers, with our family, with our smartphones, with our laptops. Where are we spending time with ourselves? Start spending time with yourself. Meditation is part of that. Start, start doing that. Uh, wherever you are, you try to create uh, stress-free zones. In the job that you are, in the family that you are in, wherever you are, you say, this is a stress-free zone. No one comes with stress and I will not create stress. You see the magic will start happening from inside out. Uh, you try a weekly diet. Take a week off <laughs> from criticizing, from condemning, from judging. It is very difficult. You can't even do it for one hour. So <laughs> when you can extend it to one week, uh, you will be stress-free and your environment will be stress-free. <laughs> Trust me. Um, for those who are parents, spend time with your children. You are uh, responsible for uh, the future generations. Spend time with them. They don't only require your money. They require you as parent. Please spend time with your, with your parents. And um, develop gratitude. I talked about it. We have everything in our life that uh, so many people, we are in top 1%, 2% of population. We should always be grateful for what we have and not crave what we don't have. Be forgetful. Be forgive, forgiveful. If someone has done something bad to you, forget about it. Don't, don't nurse it. And last, uh, remember the serenity prayer. <laughs> we all know it. But I'll say, uh, God, give me the courage to change that I can. Uh, God, uh, give me the uh, serenity to accept that I can't and give me the wisdom to differentiate between the two. I think that is the parting shot for the day from my side. Atindra. Thank you, General Saxena, sir. Uh, I, uh, thanks for such a meaningful and educative uh, session on holistic well-being, sir. And uh, I'm sure we all would be earnestly starting to introspect because, like you said, when wellness starts with you, me, rather. So we should and we would surely put in our efforts uh, towards that end, sir. Thank you, sir, for this session, sir.